Episode four, episode four. Yeah. Podcast. Got the fucking dog barking in the back. Somebody might be breaking in somebody's fucking house somewhere. See, <laughs> <laughs> you know, he in the middle of the ghetto somewhere. And, um, whoa, 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 whoa. He might not be in the ghetto. Oh, uh, check he, this out. He in okay neighborhood. Check this out. Check this out. Where I, where, yeah, exact where I'm at. They, oh, no. I, I, I'm going to keep it 100. Man, look, they got some dudes. Oh, God bless them, because I'm not from here. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, um, they got dudes who, like, I think, like, six dudes got killed, like, like, for real, for real. Like, I think, like, 96, 97 around here. Yeah. Like, so this, where I, where I live at was known for, you know, some shit. But now, yeah. oh, they walking dogs at three in the morning. I, it's I, all great. They got, they got the biking lanes, good. huh? Yeah. Correct the mundo. If they got the biking lanes, it's gone. It's over. Gentrified. I used to live. Look, I used to live in the wall. Now I live in the ridge. So it's all <laughs> <right>. <laughs> <laughs> like, he's like, oh, you live in the ridge. I'm like, all right, yeah, that's all. Yeah. Damn, oh, mm-hmm. I was, I was watching. I, I know you probably didn't get a chance to see it, Deron, but I was. It was something on um, that shit with the Nelly and the um. Nelly and uh fucking um Ludacris battle, and right? Ludacris. Then mm-hmm. the dude had some hits. And somebody had said something, it had your boy Elliot was talking from Rap Rito and um Rob um from Complex and Genius and shit. And he was kind of saying, like, man, I know a lot of people always get on New York for you know what happened with the South and all that stuff like that. But Elliot was like, man, he said, I really got to respect Luda because, you know, I've been proven wrong with him. And I guess he just was like, damn, bro, I didn't know Luda was really as good as I really heard. You know, I probably was sleeping on him for a long time. Just saying how to, because Nelly and them kept on telling, talking about like how they was always just trying to show that they could really spit down here too. And um, uh, Luda was showing, playing that Major Look remix or whatever with him and Nas. And everybody was like, man, Luda really went off harder than Nas on there. And some might say Jigga got you know, kind of ate up on that fucking um, um, big pimping, and they was just saying like, you know, a lot of southern rappers can really rap. He got he got ate up on four hundred degrees for sure. But four hundred degrees with Jay Z words verse, I ain't gonna lie, and we I'm glad you brought that up. They got big that guns. Was, they go rat, 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 dog. That was, was Jay worst one. What I know what Baby was trying to do though, it was good to have. Yeah, no, nah, it was good. It looked good for New Orleans. Like, damn, jig on the song. But yeah, that was I, th- I don't even I don't think he could catch that. He wasn't even catch that beat right there. I think I think it I think it scarred him too because uh, when he put Juvie on that volume three on the Snoopy track, yeah, well, he just oh, gave oh, he only gave oh, him, he only gave him that chorus. Yeah, he only, he, he ain't let him rap. Hook. He was like, nah, you ain't gonna rap this time. Right, but he killed that hook though. That's oh no, that's a cold that's song. Right. Yeah, but they were saying um they were just saying like you said I guess the South always that was always the main thing. It was like y'all could do everything else, but there's no spitters down there. But when they was looking at people like Luda and all that, T.I. and Wayne, Scarface, Bum B, um, Andre, and, um, you know, a lot of artists that they was like, damn, a lot of these dudes really could spit down here. You know, we was just saying all they, could, all they do is have hot beats and shit, but, you know, we got to really respect it. So your boy was saying, like, man, the only reason, uh, he said, man, that night at the Source Awards, New York, and the West Coast is going at each other and all that, and it really wasn't for the South. You know, that was just the circumstance, but it really didn't have nothing to do against y'all. I'm like, man, niggas always sitting on the South. It's like, they don't have no choice now, because they like, was, all they, the record they, labels down here, they all was. the wars down here in the South now, so it's like, you can't do nothing. <coughs> they was, they was. I mean, that's that's not even, it's not a opinion. I mean, they know. Mm-hmm. They know. That's right. why when I say, you know, it's not like, 
listen, we all listen. You know, they had the golden era over there, and we all look. Who didn't listen to Nas? Who ain't listen to uh, Not you me. know, Jay Z maybe? Or there's somebody from New York that you listened to back in the day. Somebody. So no one's obviously that no one's gonna dismiss them. The thing is, people, oh y'all just hate. No, it's just if you my age, you know that they was the haters, mm-hmm. you know. And then they were, and then Jay Electronica was right, mm-hmm. you know. It, it, they would take they'll take the slang or they'll take this and they take that. And they, I mean that's what New York is. New York is a bunch of it's a bunch of people from different places, mm-hmm. and they all bring their own little thing to the table, and then they start their little you know trend or whatever. Mm-hmm. So yeah, they they've been borrowing from down here, and then um, you know the 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 the, and it has been talked about a lot. The the when RZA, you know who I love, who, one of my favorite producers of all time. I think he he's top three easy. Mm-hmm. Uh, when he was like uh about Master P and them, oh he they got the gold grills and all that. We were doing that back in the day, you know, like they they was hate, yeah, they was hating. I think a lot of people read it to me, and I'm gonna let Ryan say with this part too. I just want to say this since you said back that. then, you know. Yeah, I know. I think, I think, yeah, but like he said, he said a lot of young, Rob, the dude that been on Genius was saying that, you know, a lot of young people probably ain't going to remember that. And he might be right, because ASAP Rocky and them was influenced by what was coming out of Texas and a lot of other young rappers flowing like the South and all that, the cadence, the beats and all that stuff. Like, but I was like, they just was surprised to see Mass P making that much money and, and dudes that was supposed to be country or slow, you know, doing what they was doing. And like I said, Outkast, you know, Dre was like, we going to show them. And like I said, now he got to respect it or whatever. But like you said, to get back to in this thing, like Ludacris and them was always spitting T.I. and them, Wayne and them had to show them that we got to go harder to be. They, they've always they've always had, you know, it ain't like the South just got that T.I. What came out 2000, what? One. I'm serious. Outcast mm-hmm. has been around mm-hmm. forever. Mm-hmm. Uh, UGK. UGK. People think what? Uh, you know, Bumpy, I'll rap most, most of the dudes, yeah. you know. Uh, Scarface, mm-hmm. Scarface, one of the greatest of all time. Yeah, and Jigga them love feet. What you think, Ryan? Well, uh, shout out to Nelly and Luda. You know, you know. Oh yeah, for sure. Did you know? I personally, don't um didn't care for a lot of Nelly's catalog, but you know he a legend. You know, and he was he did his thing. You know, when he had his run, he was on fire. Mm-hmm. You know, and Jay Z. You know, mention your name with sales, him and him, Pimp Juice and us, you know, that was real. Mm-hmm. But um, Luda is slept on a lot. Mm-hmm. And I think um, that brought the whole South thing into the conversation. So shout out to Luda as well, because um, I have a good friend of mine who is like a real serious Luda fan. Mm-hmm. So just by chilling with him, I got to listen to Luda whole catalog. And like, man, like his catalog is deep. You know, so that's why I pretty much knew he was going to win that battle. But anyway, all right, as a person who's a, not much but a little bit older than y'all, I, I feel it's like it's a little bit different because, you know, like you coming up in the um, looking at hip hop and things like that, GD, you had like the Pimp C's and then you had like the Princess coming out and stuff like that, right? Mm-hmm. But at the time, we down here, Luke, it was like Luke and, uh, Jay Prince and a couple, you know, Tony Draper, other independent labels, things of that nature. When they first came out, it wasn't rap, but even talking about like, hey, you know, we didn't find we didn't find that out until later that right. it was, you know, harder for the dudes from the side or whatever, because we never looked at it as if they couldn't spit, you know, because we loved them. So, um, as a fan, 
Mm-hmm. We we really didn't know it was like that. Right. Until, you know, they let us know, man, look, this is how they think of us, or this is how they think of us as artists, or, you know, or whatever. But, man, like, you go in hip-hop, period, you know, some people be spitting, some people don't. You mm-hmm. go back to Def Jam. Some of them were spitters, mm-hmm. some of them not quite, you right. know? Same thing, you know, you go to a classic, um, legendary group like Ghetto Boys, right? Bushwick wasn't no spitter, mm-hmm. you know? What did he do his thing? Right. Scarface is what Scarface has. One of the top five right. um, MCs yeah. ever. Yes. And he's I'll, been and yeah, he's been doing that. that. He's been doing that since the eighties. Now even like in the in the year, I right? didn't know when I was listening. Now look, but check this out though. Mm-hmm. When I was on the bench in mm-hmm. fifth grade, mm-hmm. having a competition, beating to the Scarface beat, whoever go the longest, you know, you win a quarter. Mm-hmm. I didn't know they was hating on Scarface in New York. Because I was in New York. I ain't with the cat. You know what I'm saying? Right. And then you move into the, the early 90s, and we had our own sound. Mm-hmm. We wasn't listening to nobody else anyway. We was listening no. to T.T. Tucker. Mm-hmm. All the way through on the partners and crimes to the cash money to the no limits. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, if, unless it was a big song coming out of New York or wherever, right. it wasn't really listening to it. It wasn't on our hot eight at eight. You know, the big, all the big songs were just like any other big song anywhere else, you know, but we, we would listen to our own thing. So to us, we didn't know we was getting hated on until people, you know, like got old and they started saying, you know, whatever they were saying, like Pimp C getting vocal about it and things of that nature. But the reality is we always had spitters. Um, and the great thing about it is what we what nobody realized at the time but by them doing that, mm-hmm. they made what is known as the Southern Independent Hustler. Right. right. You know, we selling out the trunk. You know, if you from a place like Texas, you from a place like Louisiana, you from a place like Mississippi, Arkansas, Florida, Tennessee, yeah. Georgia, Tennessee, you can sell out your whole state mm-hmm. and be and be a millionaire. And right. it'd be nice if it'd be nice if you get five mics, but if you don't, then so be. And they got people, you know, like Mr. Prince, who, you know, he got cattle and stuff over the over those ideals. And that's because they wouldn't if they would have let him in the door, it, maybe he that wouldn't have been set for. You know, mm-hmm. maybe he would have took a different route, you know, because in New York, all the um, especially back in the day, all the record labels was there. So right. it was different. You wanted to go to you wanted to get a record label deal and things of that nature. So mm-hmm. it was a different they created a different mindset. Right. By mistake. And it is what it is, you know. And, and but, like the South like, too. But the but South. just like hip hop, but just like hip hop, we all borrow and we all take from each other. Mm-hmm. And them dudes was able to take our model as well mm-hmm. and they can run with it as well. It's not this just what I want to say too, because we were talking about this earlier. I posted this on my face. and since we talking about how people take from stuff and we got love from New York, cause we were talking about the Timberlands. And I was saying like New Orleans is one place in the South. That a lot of people wear Tim's, like, and that's just, that's just, it's just what it is. Like, that's, it's like Dickie Fitz and Timberlands, like, girls wear them, dudes wear them. That's like a part of New Orleans fabric or whatever. And I was like, that was like, the dudes, like, now nah, we don't really wear them in Texas, but y'all do wear them in New Orleans because the dude in Texas, like, a lot of malls wasn't even having them. But New Orleans people love their Tim's. And you could tell a New Orleans dude, for the most part, out of town, especially after Katrina, like, because they had on them damn Timberlands and shit like that, even when it was kind of hot outside. Well, gee, I'm gonna say this, like as an adult, 
Mm -hmm. I only had Tim's once. Mm -hmm. See, I'm a, I got a cousin. Nine is like my era, late nine, early two thousand. Well, well oh, I'm about to tell you. Well, listen, and you correct, and I, I had to hold off as long as I could, bro. You know what I'm saying? I got, I had to get with the wave for a second, but mm -hmm. I will say this: the reason why I didn't win was because my cousin, he, even though he was um, raised from down here, from here to about ten, he moved mm -hmm. to Jersey. Okay. So when he came back home, he was my roommate. Right. And my cousin, he, so he a, a East Coast cat, you know what I'm saying? But that's down South flavor. Right. But when I tell you he wore Tim's every day, everywhere, right. like, to play yeah. basketball. To, yeah, he, like like that, like they really do. So like, you know, we always together. So he rocking Tim's. I don't want wear Tim, mm -hmm. you know, but I did get a pair of Tim's. Because I remember when Drew was but saying that niggas wearing Reeboks instead of Nike's. Look, 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 look. And then get Check your coat on, they got Tim in his own, on the video. Check it out, GD. I regret it to this day. I never get another pair of Timberlands. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Straight up, look. My feet. Listen, bro. I mean, it's not for me. My feet are too big. Okay, Check okay. this out, son. All right, listen. It was a different time period, right? Before mm -hmm. Katrina. I got, you remember the patchwork Tims? Yeah. I got them like about a month or two before they came. I paid an extra. And that's what I'm saying. This is retarded. I paid like an extra $300 just to get them first. Like yeah. some dumb ass shit, right? Number one. Right. I get him for the T.I. concert. I'm walking. I'm, no. Oh, I'm wow. walking home from my people house in the night wall, right? I'm walking like four blocks. The Tim's on. Ooh. I just keep hearing this, this sound of like clock, clock, clock. I'm like, man, what the fuck is that? Every time I stop and stop, I keep walking. Clock, clock, clock. I said, man, that's me and these heavy ass Tim's, man. The boys can hit me from a mile away. Them Tim's heavy, man. I know them dudes from New York. Do it, man. Them dudes got gotta have strong calf muscles or something, bro. Yeah. But um, <laughs> they had, uh, I can't do it. Yeah, they don't come. We wore Tim's, uh, but but it wasn't. I I I would say it was other other boots or them type of style of shoes we wore down here too. So uh, Eastlands. Yeah, a lot of people had Eastlands. I mean, I had some nautical boots that kind of look like Tim's, but I had some Tim's too for yeah, a lot of polo boots, yeah. stuff like that. But they you know what? Every boots and all that, but like I said, that Timberland list is stuck. I mean, I think well, people I will say that, it was cold. I will say this though: Timberland stuck all through the winter, all through the seasons, like up north, like because Young and BTY used to even wear Timberlands all the time. Like he loved them, like DMX. Check this out. You know how I said though? You know how I said I didn't, I didn't wear Timberlands. I only had one pair in my life. All my partners had Timberlands. I came from. All of them, <laughs> all of them. I had one partner. This fool had white Tims. They ribbed them out the seven wall. Real talk. See, people real, gonna listen to DC everywhere, and they gonna be like, "Dog, niggas really? They really tell us real stories? Like we didn't?" Yeah, really bro. He had, he had white Tims. So like, all my partners had Tims. I can't I can't front. Mm -hmm. But I right, my my uh my my uh my lighting man here. He he know about the dude with the white uh. Tim's, he said, I got to tell the whole story. But what happened was, he tied the strings all the way together. Now the shoes was like this. That's like a man. This. You don't for the you for the hair shit loose. You don't for the time of like. He had no, he, no, no, he had the whole shoe from the from the from the bottom one to the top. Ooh, all the way together, right? Like gully. And then went and then went on a block in Boscoville. They and tried to hang, bro. Oh man. He, they rip my dog off the block. I ain't like that, son. Don't rip my dog like that. So I know you. Come on, man. You gotta school him, dog. He fucked up right now. Don't don't do him, man, dog. That's the whole. Key. A lot of people block. get shoes, but they don't know how to like lace them up. It's just like certain tennis the way you gotta like when you first. You gotta know how to lace them all and loosen them GD. up. It's different. GD. 
Gina, he laced them all the way up, Playboy. Right. That's like the G Nights. We never really like I know in New Orleans we wore a lot of the Miz too and all that straps. Currency still went baby love the Miz too and all that. I don't think Joel Santana said they didn't really wear the Miz up no in Harlem. They really wore the high tops and they wore the lows. But they ain't really wear the Miz, but we wore the Miz a lot. But you know, you ain't really used to see a lot of people strap the bitches all the way up. Not, not I, I don't remember. I don't remember you started having I never strapped the strap. I never strapped the strap. Now, now maybe on your Dion's, you probably strapped them up. No, not, didn't on not especially. No, man, we from the era we ain't strapped our Dion's, bro. Right. We kept them bitches up. That's what I'm saying. That's like your gloves. Time you just had your gloves strapped. Yeah. Right. We, we kept our Dion's up right. Um, we wasn't strapping those straps, bro, unless. It had the um. That's why, like, if you know that they got certain shoes in the nineties that you could really wear without the strap, because we wasn't strapping them shoes up. Right. Wasn't strapping them no more, you know. But especially like back in the day, you know, a pair of shorts, you know, nice linen pair of shorts, mm-hmm. nice blue jeans with some um white G's on, strap hanging, you know, attached perfectly. You know, you don't see no velcro. That's that was fresh back in the day. Yeah, it definitely was, man. But like I said, um, I think that 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 battle definitely was. Dope as fuck or whatever and all. I think it was definitely needed, man. Who you say one, GD? Who you, huh? who you say one, well, GD? I, I, I'm giving it a salute and all that shit, man. But I, I was thinking about, man, I, I, Andre, I reckon we didn't talk about the last episode or whatever and shit like that. And I'm just thinking about it. Hey, like, man, rest in peace, man. Riley and, you know, Guy and Heavy D and the Boys. And, man, That's a whole era. That's a whole sound, a specific yeah. sound almost. Yeah. All that Uptown Records and all of that shit. Check this out though, all right? Do y'all know um how he got in the game? I know he used to be rapping and all that. Um, and Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde used to wear the suits and I think called the champagne something. So, and then he used to be a so, manager for Russell Simmons because he was trying mm-hmm, to get Al Cool J mm-hmm. show and all the little girls were screaming for Al Cool J in Jersey, I think. And he was like, Man, I don't need to do this rap shit no more. I need to get behind the rappers and shit. I need to find me a rapper and find Heavy D. And so, Russell Simmons ain't like Heavy D. So he like, I'm gonna start my own record label and then you get up time records. Yeah. So, um, man, I, I've had a, I realize I've had a real good life, bro. You know, mm-hmm. I'm the youngest kid um, of a lot of older cousins and brothers, right? Oh. So when they were teenagers, wherever they went, I had to go, mm-hmm. right? My first concert was before kindergarten, though. It was in the Superdome. It was the Run Dem, it was the uh, Def Jam concert, right? Mm-hmm. And it was Houdini, LL Cool J. So was that the Get Fresh Fest? Or that was before the Get Fresh Fest? I mean, that was, that man, was look, after. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be real with you, dog. It was like '85, son. Like I, I really don't remember what name of the country. I, I just remember going. Houdini, country. I didn't say who Dina was at the Get Fresh Fest, but I could be wrong. I don't know. I, I just remember know. being like, you know, one of the youngest kids in there. They had a big old fight broke out at the bottom of it. That shit was like crazy. But one of the groups that I saw was mm-hmm. Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. So I actually got to see Andre Morel perform. He was rapping with a suit on. Yeah, man, three-piece suit, man. I just never knew it was him until maybe a few years ago that that was him. But I always remember that, you know what I'm saying? Because they had a presence too. Because you know, you go, you know, I remember that whole night like it was yesterday. But they had a presence, you know. You know, like Houdini had come out with some all leather shit on. LL had, you know, the street shit on, and these dudes come out with suits. You can't forget that shit. You know what right. I'm saying? And they were still rocking the crowd like everybody else. You know what I'm saying? So I like the little feather out there. More into it with that, with the glasses and the haircuts. Like, he really brought that swagger into the 
the music, like he really, his label really embodied that hip hop culture with that the R&B swag, but that hip hop flavor, the looks of Teddy Riley in them and shit, haircuts and all that and shit, you know. Even when I look at Heavy DVD, the now that we found love, when he got them fucking lime green suits on, saying that like Puff and Mace Wolf, it looked like that's what Puff got that idea from. From Heavy D and them and messing yeah. with them little, you know, plastic looking, you know, shiny suits. Yeah. I also heard somebody say um, he was like one of the first people besides Russell to really want to, um, you know, not only be rich, mm-hmm. but, you know, to want to be a, you know, one of, of high class. Mm-hmm. Off of this culture, yeah, know? definitely. That's what he represented. Yeah, he culture. did it. Wow. You know, you can see how you can see how Puffy get down. You know where he get it from. You know, yeah, a lot of that stuff come from uptown and stuff like that. Yeah. What 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 um feeling? What 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 what's the look? Why not? Why I don't even know? Don't know who Andrea Rell is. No, come on, man. Cut it off. <laughs> I'm messing with you. <laughs> who is I, 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 look, I'll let y'all I'll let y'all uh get y'all's nah, uh, like, with but you like I said, man, I mean, yeah, you you got a whole I mean you you think about just that whole that that was a whole even for New York, that was they had their own their R and B records. That was like their own little almost like their own thing. And then Def Jam basically had everybody else. Right, right. GD, can I ask I mean, you a yeah, question? It's a, it's a big loss. It's a big loss. Yeah, what's the 411 come out on Uptown? Yeah, 411 came out on Uptown. Oh, man. Um, the Life sure. came out on Uptown and all that stuff like that. <coughs> My Life came out on Uptown too? Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah, those two, I mean, no different than any other thing. I left him, not my mistake, but I, not Andre Russell, that's his favorite album, though. I think he said My Life was his favorite album, I think. I think my life came out. Right I think my life came out ninety four. I think, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, ninety four. I think four one had with real love on there. Dun 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 dun. that was the first one. Heard that shit? I'm like, damn. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> what you know about that? You must have been in kindergarten or something. Huh? I was probably like a second, third grade, but I remember who was going. I was going to school in the Goose, and um, and I mm-hmm. that song was always on the radio. Like every time I turned around. I remember that was on the radio, and I just remember Mary J. Blige and fly ass girls with them tennis skirts on and jerseys and shit like that, and them boots yeah. and stuff. And I was like, "Damn, she look good." And that was yeah. That came out. That came out the same week as um, the Michael Jackson movie. The Michael Jackson movie is shown. It's moonwalk? shown as a movie now. Some a moonwalk? Nah, you know, um, nah, oh, uh, no, not moonwalk. Huh? Oh, you talking about the American Dream? Not moon. Um, you know, it's about, you know, it starts off when he's a kid. Yeah, I think it's about the dream, some shit like that. that. Okay. Yeah. Well, that one, that one came out as a TV series. It lasted yeah, I remember it was. I remember it was so long there. Yeah, right. I was good. Everybody watching that and, shit. And I remember, um, because I had just started, like, middle school or whatever, and um, what's the 411? And the Michael Jackson movie, like, was out, like, the same time. Mm-hmm. And, like, that's the only thing people were talking about, but, like, those two things for, like, months straight, though. Like, it's just those two. Wow, where you was at, wine when Doggy Style and the Chronic came out? What was going on? Ooh. Yeah, I was what, fucking uh, sixth grade, fifth grade. Yeah, that shit was hard. I remember that. I I don't just remember that that album though. I remember uh, I also got a bit a big album that I I loved was the uh, from that era. Easy E was my favorite. Yeah, I can. Yeah, I already know you ever gone by Easy. Easy E was already Easy Does It. I think that was like my second tape I ever bought. Uh, might have been my first. Uh, 
I, I had to go through, you know, the, they had the... I'm going to tell you this right quick and let you talk about Easy. Because this was something, because I know you love Easy. And um, two shows was saying this about Easy and T.I. They said, thank God for people like Easy E. Because Easy E probably have a dream like Dre. But he had the money and the hustle in the hood selling his, you know, making his money, how he was doing it. And he took that and invested in Dre. And then Dre, you get Dre, you get like Bone Thugs at home, you get the M&Ms, you get the 50 cents. You get all these people that come from the Dr. Dre tree, but it still started with Easy e So the Dr. Dre tree is Easy es tree. You know what I'm saying? He's the originator that, you know, you learn. I mean, that's any industry. You're going to learn if you, you associate with the best, you know, or, or somebody that's real successful, then obviously you working with them. It doesn't matter if you're doing something different. Maybe he was producing, but he was, he, he was, you, you, you pick up on stuff. You know, you learn stuff. Or you can go back and remember, you know, the way certain things were done or how he carried himself or his mentality or what, whatever, you know. Uh, but yeah, Doggy Style was hard, man. Look, uh, you got to talk about Doggy Style. You talk about Easy. Oh, no, no, no. no. Uh, my favorite Snoop record still to this day is the uh, Murder Was the Case. That's still my favorite uh, that song, Snoop yeah. record, though. Yeah, that, that one came after. That came after. Yeah. But that was still my favorite. That was my favorite Snoop record. So, so like, the reason I say I'm the easy. I'm the Easy E fans because when 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 he when they came out with that Snoop was cold. I mean that they, you could stay with the more popular mm-hmm. on the airwaves, right. but you as a you know I was like man fuck them you know I was like man Easy E Easy E came out with that uh that um that um uh motherfucking uh um uh, so real real cop the city G came out. No, he came Cop up with City the Real Cop the City, real motherfucking G's. Yeah, real motherfucking dun dun dun. Yeah, they, look, no. the, the Death Row videos of Dr. Dre. Look, they was at the yeah. house parties. They had the palm trees, the beach. And Easy E was in the middle of a fucking parking lot in the middle of Compton with all the Compton in the fucking parking lot and, and just chilling, talking, you know. T- and then you look back on it and he wasn't lying. He, he Everything he was saying on the record was true. And that's still that, wait, wait, this line wait, of all wait. time still is uh well uh, but dr dre only make easy's payday yo like that shit come on man that was hard and it was true yeah. it was all true when he said uh in that death row i hear you they treating you like boot camp gotta follow your sergeant's directions or get hit quick with the smith and wesson and it was all true right yeah he wasn't was- lying Oh, easy. easy. I still don't like how they did him in the movie. They made him look all, he was crying and all, man. I mean, yeah. I get it. Dr. Dre made the movie. Right, right, You right. know, yeah. or, or they had the more more hand in it, but yeah. I feel like that was a Dre, little. Dre and all, what, Dre and Easy, I mean, Dre and all, Cube had more say so in the direction of the film and all like that. So they made themselves look right. a little better than, you know, they probably made Easy with them. So look. Help me out for a second, cause since uh, cause you, you mentioned um doggy style first, mm-hmm. but then um you know why I mentioned easy, mm-hmm. um but you mentioned the chronic or doggy style which one? We meant well, I, I say chronic. I mean, I was just saying Dead Royal was chronic and which one called. I just knew you talking about doggy so, style. Snoop. But yeah, so so which one came? So the chronic came, came first. Came ninety three and, and chronic came out ninety two. Yeah, chronic right, cool. came first. So, so mm-hmm. check this out. So, so we're gonna talk about. I'm gonna go um in chronological order. So, so we're talking about easy. I'm gonna double back, right? So boom, bro. Easy came out, bro. Oh, it was, we, 
Oh, you talking about solo album? All right, easy. And I don't, I, well, it was like, um, it was it was like I guess you would today would be called a mixtape. It was guess. something like that that was just that was just floating around. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying people were just dubbing it, just floating around, right? Mm-hmm. And so, by it was like, and at the time, like this before it came out, came out, right? Mm-hmm. But it was it was um Boys in the Hood. Oh, you talking about the Boys in the Hood song? Yeah, yeah, that shit was hard. Yeah, it was Boys in the Hood. It was the original Boys in the Hood, and like he had a couple other songs, maybe like four of the songs, maybe five of the songs that came mm-hmm. with. And he was lying on that saying he was like 14, like 15 years old, right? Oh yeah. He sounded yeah. So he he didn't say he was his age. Yeah. Huh? Yeah, exactly. So he and he looked young. He looked young, but we never could we didn't see him, didn't have we didn't have no videos yet, right? Dog, you should have seen me, my big brother, and his best friend around the speaker. We was like, did he say he don't listen to his mother? (laughs) (laughs) We love we for real, son. We was like, did he say he a smack that? Bitch, we was like, whoa! Look, that's too hard. It's too much. So J- J- James Parler, don't don't get mad. So I stole that bitch, right? Yeah. So now I'm walking around. I'm about like eighty-eight. I'm nine. I'm walking around. I got my own headphone. I'm listening to the hardest thing. My neighborhood don't have it. And somebody older than me, they're like, "Man, give me that tape." Right. Like, what you listening to? And I'm like, I'm listening to Easy. They're like, who? They like, I give it to him. And that shit was jam, but he was cursing so much. They were like, "You don't get this to them. Tell your mama." Well, I had to kind of let them borrow it because you know I ain't one of them Miss Didi. But I said that to say when Easy E came out, dog, it was like, whoa, what the fuck did we just hear? That's why New York hated that because he cursed too much. But like you said, it was disruptive. Well, regardless if he could, well, it, it was the cursing as well, but it was like the shit he was saying, dog. It was disruptive. Give me that, that, that nut. When he said, I don't listen to my mother, it goes in one ear and out the other. We all looked at each other like, did you, like, like we thought our mom was going to come in the room and smack us just listening to that shit. You smelling me? And we like, man, this dude just said that shit. He talking about fucking shooting bitches' brothers. Smacking them up. And smacking them up. And we like, oh shit, beating their dads up. And so, look, I was born in California, right? right? So, my mama left because of that. You know, that gang shit was really getting too close to home. Mm-hmm. So, I guess she decided to come to move. I wish we should. I always said I wish we'd have moved to fucking, fucking Malibu or some shit. Oh, yeah, yeah we moved to and moved to the fucking night wall, like you know what I'm saying, it's fucking mini Taliban. But anyway, right. so, um. I done got off subject. Yeah, you somebody just talking about how easy just like you say the shit oh, saying But everybody just, everybody oh my bad, but but everybody just like man when he came out, he's everybody just was like man, it was just so impactful. Everybody was just like went crazy. We couldn't believe what the fuck he was saying. And then we saw him, he was short as the shortest one in the clique. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It was like, oh man, you right. know, and then you know, we find out he was the man behind everything, you know, that's the way they presented it. So right. you know. Easy E was like, man, that shit was crazy. Like it was like people was really scared of Easy E. Like you thought like Easy E would come and do you something, bro. Like, cause you couldn't see him. You know, you didn't know him. But I was what I was saying about California is I was like, damn, it's going down in Compton. Like, what the fuck? Like, it's going down around the corner. But if it's going on, like, if that's what's happening, I don't know no none of that shit. You know what I'm saying? And it put coming on the map. Right. But like to go to the chronic though, dog, like that shit was like 
I would I don't know if it was as big of a time as when Easy E dropped, mm-hmm. but I remember like when it came out, bro. Both big and they all right, but I think Easy and probably was bigger because at that moment when the West Coast it was none of that. It, it was, was nothing like that except for like yeah. he's like on that level. Like I said, Ice T did what he did, but it went Easy and NWA came. It was just like straight out of confidence, just fucked but, up. When he started but, but when the Chronic came out, I wouldn't say it was like easy. Like it was like yeah, easy over. But that's not that wasn't a sentiment. No. But when the chronic came, that wasn't you know that wasn't a sentiment. But Mm-mm. when the chronic came out, it was like man, it was like yeah, it was like man, that shit is on some other shit. Or Dr. Dre like, put that shit on. It, he was yeah, already he cold. Up, it was like when Quincy did put, yeah. up, I'm like when Quincy he went on. He just up. went on a ah, on a higher <laughs> level. How Quincy had exactly. Stopped, it was sounding so, like there was Dre with beats. That shit was sound. Man, what's y'all's favorite beat on that uh chronic? Fuck, I like that all oh, I like that all oh, let me ride. Yeah, that's my favorite. That shit. Uh, that's my favorite. But that I don't love on nothing but a G thing. That's my shit. Do, no, do, no, no, do, no, no, no. It's just funky or whatever. Like he had so many good ones though. But let me ride number the G thing. I mean Dre Day was fire too. It's the drums on that bitch. Dre Day that shit. You know, all that, that let me ride to me. That I was like, when I heard that let me ride, I was like, damn. That's what I'm saying. It was like boy, like it's like, what I loved about music like that though. I felt like whoa, it, whoa, 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 whoa. We gotta we, we can't forget about that one. What? Y'all know what that one is. Off the chronic. I say what, Dre Day? No, man. Which one? That Jenny Juice Playboy. No, Jenny Juice was on, on Snoop was album. Jenny Juice was on Doggy Style? Juice was Snoop on single. Jenny Juice is a single. Um that's Snoop. Yeah, he had Jenny Juice. But it came out look, look Ryan, but it came out at the same that oh that shit came okay, out around the same time. Hey dog, oh, that shit when came that, out around the same time. Snoop had Snoop Dogg, Snoop Dogg. Okay, my oh, bad, my bad. You're right. Dr. You right, Dre right, was on fire. That's my name. That's what that was. Yeah. 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 But um, but 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 fucking um, but like I said, that that Dre Day was my shit. I even liked the that deep cover soundtrack, and I don't. I think I don't. Oh, think, that shit's fire! I don't think Snoop would yeah. really like that song. He said that first, but that was song was hard as fuck. That one. My favorite song, I think, I think it's that Snoop album, that little ghetto boy, little ghetto boy. I know. I think that song. I think that song on. I think that's on the chronic. On, chronic, yeah, ghetto boy. I think that was on chronic. That's on chronic. I thought that was on NWA record. Nah, that was on chronic. No, 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 no. That's my favorite one right there. That bitch is hard too. RZA used that sample too, uh, on some uh, some of that Wu Tang shit. That's the good song. Yeah, that shit. Um, That's a good song. Yeah, he was on man. Doctor Dre was on fire. My time right here. Man, I mean, shit. Man, who is that? Yeah. Right there. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I know that song that I like that one too, but yeah, man, that, that like, so I'm saying, like, when you heard that shit and then listen to watch a movie like Minister Society, Boys in the Hood, and shit like that, Colors, when you seen the videos, you they really bought you there with the six folds, the barbecue, yeah, the barbecue with the gun strap, you know, tucked in the back and all that. It's like, 
damn, this shit really no bitch playing volleyball, snatching their bras up. Like California, the that shit bring party. you. You listen to them records now, and that shit brings you to that moment. You know, yeah. the, the house party and yeah, like party. in your head, right? You, you, the videos was an experience to none of that because I was a kid. But but that's it was I'm just saying. what you were seeing on TV. <laughs> I liked about the news videos back then. Even people do it now, but I, I think that was so big about them then because it really brought you to their world. Like when you really seen, like you said, the 40 ounces in the um, bed and uh, in the refrigerator. You seen the house parties, everybody dancing. You know, the niggas pulling up in the six folds and shit, hitting switches. Like that shit really brought and, it, you, yeah. and niggas living way so long. And then y'all have family on the west side? Nah, not that I know of. Everybody I know, but most part Louisiana. What about they, you, Juan? I don't think so. I probably do got some cousins out there, man. I, I mean, there's a lot of, uh, from my mom's side, you know, they're from El Salvador. So there's a lot of people from there out that way. So I'm sure maybe a cousin or two, but nobody that I keep in contact with or nothing like that. I got a, fr- a good friend of mine's out, out there. I've never been out there. I want to go out there, but I ain't never been. Yeah. Out there. I was out well, there for the West Coast. Man, I, I, I have a decent portion of, of my family. Oh, you know, they, they moved there years ago. You know, to the point where they, they, we have California people. You know, they're not they're not New Orleans people. You know, um, anymore. You know, mm-hmm. um, they've been there so long. As far as having children and grandchildren and great grandchildren and things of that nature. But you know, our family pretty tight. So you know, everybody come home, things of that nature. So, mm-hmm. like, I got some older cousins who like is in that world. You know what I'm right. saying? Quadruple OGs now, so you know they get to come home. They come, yeah, in real life. I got one. Anyway, um, they come home. You know they get to relax. You know, and you know we get to pick their brains and talk about stuff. You know what I'm saying? And shit, that's real, boy. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? So like, I I was able to put some of their stories at the family picnics Mm -hmm. with with the shit they was talking about. Like, you know what I'm saying? Kind of. Connected to, and she wasn't a fucking fantasy. Like, you know what I'm saying? All the shit they were talking about. They said, people like said, some people can't go by their cousins in this neighborhood because they banging this color on that side of town. A lot of street politics and all that. So, a lot. I'm with two shows saying, too, when he moved from Los Angeles to the Bay, you can't move around like that in Los Angeles. You could do that in the Bay. Or whatever, because you know it's more pimp. That boy said some shit about that pimp shit. He was talking about like a lot of people look at the dope game and pimp game like how it's different. And he was like, you know, you get a dope game, you could get caught up, go to jail, get killed, you know, nigga rob you, whatever. And it's the same thing pimps go through in the way too. Cause he like, fuck, you could get a girl in the game and she could lose her life. That could be on you. So everything people just see one sweet side of the shit, but they don't know is another side to it. Two people take losses. He said one is the partners. Two shots say he used to be having like. He couldn't do number pimp one hole at a time because he just couldn't keep up. <laughs> he couldn't keep up with the hole because he just wasn't that smart to really just keep the operation going. So he going to have one hole at a time. When he lose a hole, he said that boy be looking bad. He said that nigga wouldn't have no haircut. That nigga calls would go down. His clothes would go down. He be like, man, I don't remember. My buddies be telling my um. He was telling my cousin that he was like, man, you look like a pimp that lost all his hoes. So when two shots said that, I'm like, damn, that's fucked. He's like, yeah, bro. He said, some niggas, they could have a lot of girls, and they got girls just want to sign up in case just to get pimped. Because he said, one dude, 
he want to be a pimp. He's like, he telling all kinds of stories too. So he said, one dude want to be a pimp and his girl want to get in the game with him. So he like, fuck, I love her, but I won't try to make this money and be a pimp. So he said, we were to get in the game. He said, my girl, she my bottom bitch and she doing everything for me. But he said, she got deep into it and I started feeling bad. And he said, the partner started feeling bad. Like, man, I don't want to do this no more. He said, him and his girl was already doing good before the pimp and shit. And he was trying to pull her out of it. She like, no, I don't want to get out of the game. I like this shit. I like the money. But he keep thinking, man, these niggas dicking my old lady down every night. She give me the money, but she was dicking it all the time. So the dude wound up leaving the game alone. He became a preacher and she stayed in the game and stayed being a hoe. But he felt bad because he brought his old lady into that world. But when she got into it, she just loved it. Can I ask you? Can I ask you a question? What? Do you think he became a preacher, the preacher to keep on pimping? <laughs> you talking about? Well, I guess you're right. He ain't do nothing but leave him. I mean, yeah. And I and I and I only mean in his instance, only in his case. You're right. That would have been a good question for T.I. to ask him because he's still pimping. He pimping from the pool pit. So you're right. He's still I mean, getting I don't know. I don't know. He might be. He might be a righteous man now, but that's what I got out of that. Like he went straight from that to that. Like you know what I'm saying. Like, you you got a good point because they got motherfuckers that hey, people get look, checks, give their check to the congregation. You know, I think I, I guess everybody got their their uh, different breaking point. But mm-hmm. if um people put dick in your hole, make you become oh, a preacher. <laughs> <laughs> you were one guy in the game, like you wouldn't even be introduced. Hey, wait, why, wait, why, wait? Well, like, why you went? Whoa, we talk about a prostitute, right? Right. And a pimp, right? Yeah, right. Okay, okay. If somebody puts yeah. some dick in your hole, right, and it makes you become a preacher, like, some, like something wrong with you, man. Cut it out. I'm saying he felt bad after he got into the game, but he didn't know it was gonna get that deep. And when he seen that that shit got real and she started liking the money and just the whole, I guess, the thrill of it, he just was like, no, we need to go back Listen, to the and all that. Some things, whether they, they are totally different to everybody, but some things, skills translate. Mm-hmm. If you a pimp, you are a master of uh, persuasion. Right. You can persuade. You can speak well. So, I mean, to me, you going from there to the pulpit, it's a, you know, it's not that hard of a transition. You just got to change what you're talking about. Right. You know what I'm saying? It you just got to know that. You got to know the word, huh? To me, I can see that. You know, yeah, you, yeah, you got to know the word. And most of the people yeah. already know. They got some background with the word, so right. it's right. not too hard. See, I should have asked you that. That would have been a good fucking question. How you go from that to that? I mean, yeah, but you know what, though? Um, like. So this was on the Expeditious um, podcast. Yeah, that was the last episode with him and um, Two Shot and shit like that. Two Shot and um, him and Two Shot. That boy Ti was talking about with him and yeah, um, but the guy was the guy wasn't on it though, right? No, the guy wasn't on it. Two Shot just telling stories of his friends. Yeah, the stories. Yeah, 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 yeah. He yeah, said yeah, when yeah, he was yeah, younger, you he tell a story. You rap about all the pimp shit. He said some of it come from my partner, some of it come from me talking to pimps on um, person, some of it come from me talking to prostitutes, and them giving me the game, and I just went to rapping about the shit. And um, just the same way Melly Melly did the message. I'm like, I'm gonna report what's going on in Oakland because this is our culture. And I put in the music yeah. and all that shit like that with Freaky Tales and all that stuff like that. But that boy had T.I. was talking about like when him and Flip had got into it, this is the first time I ever really heard him say this part. He said when Jay Prince called him to meet up, he like, Jay Prince will call you and I don't care where you at. He be like, look, bro, Jay Prince won't holler at you. So T.I. and man, he got in a fight with Lil Flip and them. 
in Cloverland or whatever, and Jay Prince heard about it. He got he he must have got in touch with TI people and like, look, bro, Jay Prince said you want to holler at you, bro. Meet him over here, pull up, you know, he wanna to talk to you. It said KP, it was on um, TI and his partner Falant, rest rest in peace. So he said Falant couldn't go in the office or whatever. It was TI on uh, the office, but Flip was already there with Jay Prince. Say Jay Prince, like, man, what's going on? You know what's going on with the situation? He's like, man, look, I was. I got into with him because he said he gonna do something to my son, which pull a gun out on my son. So I went seen about him and pulled up in his hood or whatever and shit like that. That's why I dissed him back and that's why I felt some type of way. Like I had to go in his hood when I got out of jail. So Flip was like, man, he was talking about me saying this and that and all that. So Jay Prince like, all right, we'll do. So Ti was like, look, bro, this is how we can solve this. We go in the bathroom and whoever come out, then you know it is what it is, whatever. So he said, Flip was like, nah, I won't do all that, but we're gonna just squash it. Jay Prince was like, all right, you good with that? He was like, we're gonna squash it because Jay Prince said any other. Thing he said, he said, he said, because with the shit you did pulled off, anywhere else you probably would have been dead. Coming to somebody's hood to fight him and all that shit, <laughs> you could have really lost your life or whatever. And that's true. Like, if if that would have been any other spot, that could have ended up bad for T.I. But T.I. said, you know, he had respect for J. Prim, but he like the young dudes these days, they might don't respect the OGs saying, look, bruh, you know, because they were talking about like how people got OGs or uh, kingpins in the hood that could stop walls from going down and call y'all up and say, look, bruh. Y'all ain't about to do that. But these days, T.I. said a lot of young people, their pride and egos be like, man, I ain't about to call. Nigga talking about I got to go see him and holler at him. Like how Booster said with Check Jay-Z. this out. Check this out. Jay-Z. You know? Check this out, though. Check this out. Um, Did you see what happened with the um rappers in Houston um, last weekend? Oh, you talking about the fight? I... Mm-hmm. I saw it. Like, you know, do you know... Do you know what that's all about, though? I don't really know what it all stemmed from. I wasn't keeping up with it. Well, at the end of the day, mm-hmm. it's young young dudes mm-hmm. who's supposed to be street dudes, mm-hmm. and instead of scrap, instead of shooting it up, right? They had fights. They went. The the OGs, oh, yeah. just like you said, the OGs got them to link up. They fought, and it's over with. Right. They so you know they got they got they got they got. It ain't all of them, dog. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And hopefully they can set a trend. Right. But, you know, people that start, you know, squashing and taking their L's, they lose and keeping it moving. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's right. a full city, you know. Everybody. I think, like you say, good leadership. So that's, that go to just show you, like, good leadership. Respect. You got to have respect for that person that's making that call. So if you respect that person and they like, look, bro, y'all chill out or whatever, it's a better way to go about it. Then, you know, you won't, you won't have to wine pull yeah, one, send red ants at him and all that. Send them red ants to get them right yeah, now. man. No, no, no. <laughs> No, 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 no. We don't want them. I see y'all a woman in the red and say, you know. Was that? Nah, I see. I was just saying, like, they don't want nobody sending red ants or whatever if it don't, you know, end up the right. Well, I don't know about the red ants, man. I mean, come on, man. Yeah. But come, on, come on, man. <laughs> man, but like I said, um, man, I don't know. We, 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 this was a good, this was a good, um, episode, I think, or whatever. Got some good shit. Oh, one last thing I'm gonna talk who, about the who, uh who 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 beefing right the, now the rap channel though. And on um, Sauce like, and, and, and which McCullough still getting into it on um, Sauce and Sauce and Thug. And gonna say he not no yeah. something like that. He like he never um something he said. I can't I don't even pay attention to it at all. He said in snitch or something like that. Yeah, yeah like, no crime on nobody, he never some shit. I'm like, I don't know. I'm with Charlemagne, dog. Uh, Unless they got too much money for that bullshit, son. So maybe go ahead on. Like Pimp C said, bro, I got a bread truck. Get up off that crumb shit. <laughs>
I don't know, bro. Knocking those down. I would, hey, but it seemed like, but um, seemed like they not had issues before. So man, I don't know. I never looked into that. It seemed like they not had issues with each other. And, you know. What you say you want to talk about? The last thing you want to address? Um, the Louisiana. Um, whatever it is again, Mark. Louisiana Channel. Louisiana yeah, boy. man. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. When the last time you looked at the videos, man? I mean, shit, they've been, he been posting them all this week or whatever. Now, like, today, shit, he posting them every day. It's still going on. There's a lot of rappers. It's like, anybody. Yeah, man. What y'all talking about? What challenge? Uh, Pete Tom Mo got, like, a Louisiana ball it's a, challenge. Like, the show who could really spit in Louisiana. Just anybody from Louisiana. Just pass that. Oh, I, I, I think I seen. But they, they, they not using the same beat over and over, huh? Yeah, they using that same Yeah, they are. Yeah. Yeah, they using that um that uh East Coast beat. Jazzy Jeff beat. That's, that's, oh, that's um Jazzy Jeff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm about to check Jazzy it out. Jeff. But um you saw you saw uh skips. Yeah, I saw some of skip stuff. It's a it's a lot of people that saw stuff. It's so many I can't remember all of them. That's the most memorable. Yeah, man. But you know, shout out to Louisiana though, man. They're doing their thing. So a lot of different kind of people on there. Yeah, you know? definitely. Louisiana got spitters, man, for sure. You already know that. It's just about it's about us kind of like respecting one another and stuff. I was thinking about that earlier before y'all called. I was like, you know, I know a lot of times people from the city be shitting on certain parts of Louisiana. I'm like, damn, bro, you know, we still need the Cajuns in the swamp to get the crawfish. Like everybody still play their part in in the state and all that. And I just feel like everybody still make this state that is just culture unique. All these people from all these different places, even in New Orleans, it ain't just one uh, nationality. It's a bunch of different cultures, a bunch of different flavors, and they make our city unique. So I feel like if anybody should understand accepting other cultures and other places, whatever, I feel like it should be us. I feel like we should definitely embody understanding with, with, um, with all that stuff can make things better if we kind of like bring it all in or just like understand like why these things could be good for us. Even if we still might be the main thing, but I just feel like if anybody should get it, it should be us. So I feel like we should be willing to be more accepting more than other people just because we come from a city with so much diversity in our full music and everything and culture. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I like look, I don't think it's I don't think now it's as you know, special. I, I think what it is now before you would have a lot of stuff coming out from New York. Like if you talk about Music wise, you know, they had a New Orleans had everything coming out, and then as of late, it's different. So, a lot of cats from here listening, the youth they listen to the guys from Baton Rouge or they listen to the guys from you know, whatever, right? So, it's I don't think it's like it was before where it was that, and it was not no real beef stuff, mm -hmm. it was just kind of like, oh no, I'm not from you right. know, Louisiana, I'm from New Orleans, right? You know? right. But, uh, and um, GD, you know, but it's you changed. Know it's not, it's not like it was. Right. Yeah, you know, you know, I've constantly, you know, like that, huh? you know, that I'm from the, you know, so you know that I constantly mention I'm from the NO. You know, what I'm saying. Right. Yeah, you from but Nola? I agree. I'm from Nola, but I agree. Yeah. I do agree. I do agree with you that you know, the the, the state should try to you know link up, especially on the music tip. Just a general tip, but. But you know, we do that as a, on a personal person level. Anyway, it's not like it's a no, they have no fly zone in Louisiana for people right. from different people. It's not like that. I think but if you're talking music, then you no, say, bro? I'm sorry, no, go ahead. You keep on. 
I was saying, but if you're talking musically, you know, I think, you know, you can link up a little bit more. and That'll be good because, like I said, um, not like I said, but, you know, Texas is like a self-sufficient state as far as music is concerned, right? You can go gold in Texas and, and, and like, live well. Florida do pretty good. Too. What they got, like, about state. They got, like, 21 um, million. But, 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 that, but that leads to my point, right? So, like, you have Texas on the left side, right? Mm-hmm. Then you got Florida at the bottom. Mm-hmm. Everybody knew what, what Atlanta brings to the state of Georgia, right? Mm-hmm. So you see these connections, right? Mm-hmm. So what's missing is us forming, like you said, you know, Bannon unifying together mm-hmm. and being linked with Mississippi mm-hmm. to come right over to Alabama to link up with Georgia. So mm-hmm. this whole Southern thing really be one tight, big thing. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I think us... Um, as Louisianians, mm-hmm. if we link, if, if we got stronger, mm-hmm. I think then Mississippi will get stronger. We right next to each other. We can piggyback off of. So imagine if you're from Texas and you already um go anywhere in Texas. Mm-hmm. Imagine if you can go anywhere in Texas, Louisiana, or Mississippi. Think about saying? this, man. Before and we vice versa, and then. You, Right, Go think ahead, about the trend, like how you know we already had rap a lot in Houston. You had Swisher House, you had uh, you had on uh, Swisher House, you had screwed up click dudes doing their little thing. You had flipping them with their record label. So a lot of shit that was going on in Houston at that time, because there's a lot of labels, a lot of niggas getting money or whatever. Same thing in Atlanta. When I think about you know Jermaine Dupri had been there, Ellie Reed was there first. You know Ti had Grand Hustle popping on. Uh, Lude had DTP. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know G's and them had Corporate Thugs. You know, DJ Oomp had his label. I mean, you know, Ushner was on little things on R&B. You got Jazzy Faye with his record label and all that. Sure enough, you got Dallas Austin with the label. Mm-hmm. You got all these record labels in Atlanta. Now, when we had New Orleans, we had Cash Money, let me have Big Boy, but Big Boy and get me because Chuck wound up going to jail. But just think about that. So imagine we'd have more labels like that. Trill wanted to blow up with boosting That was good. When when Manning Gordon was doing, they was doing a street pole with Duda Ratchet and Hurricane Chris. So imagine we had more labels. It would have made it stronger. And people understand when you put all that infrastructure on it, it make it's gonna it's gonna make everybody benefit. So we should want to see more of that because we see what happened in Atlanta and same thing with Florida. All these dudes coming up, all these artists, they got their own thing, they putting their own partners on, it's going to keep making them stronger and stronger. That's what it's all about it up and all that. And if we stop going against each other and destroying everything instead of, instead of building it down, we don't got to go nowhere else. We could build it right here. We ain't got to run to these places for help. We can help ourselves, but we got to help ourselves. Instead of be yeah. We can be self-sustaining. Each like each artist should be able to go to any other area, and you know, be able to do their shows and collabs right fast, and vice versa. And then, like you said, you know, then it'll bleed over like Cash Money them did, mm-hmm. and just like Master P them did, and just like with um, Rap a Lot did. You know, when they first started off, you know, and looping them, you know, you just start it's bleeding big over everybody. to the. It's so much yeah. money out here. It's enough. Look how Rockefeller was doing good, Bad Boy. Um, Rough Riders, you know, Murder Inc. I mean, if I didn't see them on um, Dip, all them, Dipset, G on it, was a lot of them, they was all doing their thing. It was enough for everybody. I mean, some people just let me ask you this do you think, do you think we have, um, let's say I am gonna go with New Orleans, I'm gonna go, do you think we, there's a Louisiana sound? Oh, uh, right now, just in I, general, yeah, I think, I think we always, oh, had a, oh yeah, 
I think we always had a sound that I can hear it in a lot of other people's stuff. I just think it's about evolving it. And this, and you can still come with a new sound. Other people come with new stuff. I just feel like certain things are still in our DNA, like jazz, still New Orleans, uh, blues gonna be blues, country music gonna be country music or whatever. It can still be modern or whatever, but it's gonna still be here or whatever. Now the trap gonna forever be in Atlanta, no matter if it's if it's Memphis trap or when, I'm gonna just say when it got when it, when Atlanta started calling it trap when when Jeezy did it. To Gucci trap, to with fucking uh the Migos do, to with Future do, it's still gonna Future. be trap. To with Lil Baby do, it's still gonna be trap. So trap is gonna still always be there. The sound gonna evolve, but it's still gonna be there. So I don't see why we can't make our stuff still just be modern because everybody else using it and it seems to be working pretty good. So I can't say the sound dead. Everybody it just like it's alive and well. It's just it's not really thriving that much in our area, but the people. I could hear it in a lot of shit. I could I could see that them them little tastes of gumbo and people fool. They got that they got that fucking ruin there. Well, I I I, I tried to get a um somebody I know to you know drop some music primarily based on New Orleans classics and man, this man throwing shade, dog. Yeah. We doing it, dog. Like I said, the shit nice been doing, shit Jarrison been doing. I've been working with. This man, this shit drove and um, nice guy off the shop. We can't beat this shit crazy. It's, like I said, I ain't really been talking about it. Like, I want to let the work speak for itself, but I feel like we're going in a good direction and all that. But like Who made that uh that beat? Which one? The, the, on the one that I commented on. Oh, you talking about the new one? You talking about nice little rap back and forth? You talking about the rap video? That was, that was the um, beat that LaPata LeJou had got off the internet. I don't think that, I don't know if that was the original beat. Or whatever. I don't know who made that one. I don't know. But I know the ones that, that I do shop that do shop with Ken is from down here. Shop with Ken from Baton Rouge, but his favorite producer is Manny Fresh. Him okay. and Lil Fat was really, really, really close and all Lil Fat. Well, I'm looking forward. I'm I'm look I'm looking forward to the music, bro. I won't lie to you, man. I know y'all been putting me out work, though. Yeah, like I said, if you've been responding good to I'm just, I'm just saying, I'm just saying I say what I say this is facts though. No, you definitely right? That's 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 true, and I feel like we we um we sticking with that. We just don't want to give them a dated sound. We want want to be modernized. Um, if Memphis can kind of bring their sound back with people like it's about a feel. It's about a feel. Yeah, it's all about the feel. It's about a feel. You can you know, you, and you can you can you can get a feel without mimicking, and I, and I respect that. Yeah, you guys just bring it up to date. McDonald's still McDonald's. They just got to bring it up to speed. Walmart still Walmart. They got to just bring it up to the new time. So. Just I, I, technology. I feel like I feel like that's something that for sure we're gonna have to uh talk get more into because I mean I know we're wrapping up now but you know just uh, how uh, where that shit went wrong right. you know because mm. the sound is it's not like this that sound became out of style or you know everybody got their 15 minutes or whatever like no man like that shit is more popular or and, and more uh relevant than ever. You right. know what I'm saying? That in that New Orleans sound or if you want to say Louisiana or whatever. You know, uh, it's it's more relevant than that, ever. That'll be it's more relevant be, that, we we got look, we gotta get that'd into that'll be a great that. topic. That'll be a no great no that's topic. what we're gonna yeah. get into. Where the fuck did that shit go wrong? Why did why did everyone else in the rap game all the way up to New York, and that's why I always joke with them and say they lost you know whatever right, you right. know but 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 like to be serious why did everyone take the new orleans sound 
you know. And yeah, they had other songs like Memphis. Like I always shouted them out, you know, three six and them. But why did that sound get taken by everybody and the style of music get taken by everybody and everybody else blew up? And and the young cats in the city at the time and, and you know at the time uh did stop trying to sound like they was from here and started so- trying to sound like they was from somewhere else. Like I'm not saying that's all the well, listen, whoa, 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 whoa. So listen, we, we can talk we, we we'll, can we'll, touch we'll talk about that later. Yeah, we'll we talk about that later. We'll talk about that later. And I think um, the way we're going to do it. Because that's a true backwards. battle, you know. Nah, nah, what you said was yeah, absolutely yeah. correct. But I think what we should do is not go backwards, but like we should kind of discuss the landscape of what Louisiana, yeah, well, New well, Orleans, whatever sound is. Mm-hmm. And then we go to pieces and times where things change to see, you know, what the hell happened. You know what I'm saying? Just like you said. But that's a great topic. <laughs> what the fuck happened? That yeah, what the fuck happened? Yeah, what the man. fuck happened? Yeah, we talked. That's how we started off. What the fuck happened? We're gonna wrap. We're gonna we're gonna wrap this one up. Four, I think, and um, wine pull seas. You know, we we gonna we gonna do this again. Now, this was this was a good one, and we just like freestyling, and it, and it, and it was dope. I think. I hope they enjoy it. Yeah, man. Hope y'all enjoyed it, man. Like and subscribe, man. Wine stay up. Yeah. All right, GD Pizzle. Yeah, for sure. You already, you already know, right. man. Y'all be, y'all be good. Bet. Right. Y'all be good.